Welcome back to Left Anchor. I'm Alexi the Greek. And I'm Ryan Cooper. So we're we're just uh, the two of us today, just like old times. And um, we thought we'd start with a, a paper that I wrote for the People's Policy Project um, called The Leisure Agenda. And Good, uh, good title. Yeah, this, this is a paper... A paper about um, work reduction and, uh, you know, um, ways to, to give you more time off, off work, more time to goof off. We, we as Americans are losing the goofing off sweepstakes. The goddamn Germans are whipping our ass. <laughs> We're working over 1,700 hours a week, or sorry, 1,700 hours a <laughs> year. It feels like that. It feels on... <laughs> sometimes like 1,700 a week. But on average, 1,700 a year, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, 1,739 hours um, per worker on average. And uh, the the Germans are at, at just a bit over a thirteen hundred. Well, that fits the stereotype of those lazy Germans. Yeah, God, when are these Germans going to get off their their They're just uh, the, you know, hanging around there <laughs> and later hosen and you know eating some bratwursts, you know, get um, drinking their warm beer. Yeah, um, the Greeks, incidentally, you know, th- this is uh, somewhat. Uh, you know, outside the scope of the paper, because it's mainly focused on rich countries, you know, like how, how rich countries have arranged their labor institutions, basically. But the, the Greeks work, if I believe, over 2,200 hours uh, on average. So they, they're, you know, the stereotype in that case is completely backwards. Um, the Greeks are, are just about the hardest working people in, in Europe, uh, the ones that can get jobs, of course. So anyways, Americans work a lot. The most number of hours among, you know, if you sort of restrict yourself to the really cutting edge uh, economies, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, Germany, the Nordic countries, France, um, uh, Canada, uh, the United States, Japan, Korea. Um, these, uh, the, the U.S. works the most out of, out that, out of that group. And if you adjust, uh, do a trend line for the whole OECD, you know, you find that as countries become more productive, they have more, more uh, you know, GDP per hour worked, they tend to work fewer hours, which makes perfect sense when you're thinking about public policy, because like, okay, we're richer, but, um, you know, like we can make more crap per, per hour of, of labor time. So we could take some of that in vacation and just produce somewhat less and that, in fact, accounts for, you know, the, the United States has a much higher GDP per capita than, than most European countries. Um, but uh, the, that's just because they work less than us. Um, they, they take their, they have similar productivity. They just take longer vacations and they don't, you know, they don't have as much um, money, but they have a lot more time to, uh, to you know, if you've ever been to, to to Greece in July, it is absolutely swarming with the entire contents of Northern Europe, which just sort of empty themselves out of the Mediterranean every year because the, the, all these countries just shut down for five weeks. Yeah, the Greeks are busy working for the lazy Germans who aren't working. <laughs> and the lazy Norwegians and the <laughs> lazy uh, Danish. Um, uh, sidebar for the patrons that don't know us well enough, we're just joking about laziness. We think it's great to have leisure time. Yeah, yeah. the 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 trouble is that you know you don't you don't have a, a con converse um, 
situation where the Greeks could go and, uh, you know, experience some snow or something and go, go skiing in Norway, um, which is, you know, how it's, how it should be ideally. Fun fact, Northern Greece, snow. Really yeah. top- topographically uh, different. As much snow as Norway? Probably not. <laughs> um, you so, get yeah snow at any point that you're uh, at least for at least for a while. Maybe may, maybe not be true for very much longer. That's why Santa keeps his workshop up there. That's where Santa's work, workshop yeah. is. Yeah, makes sense. So Ryan, tell us more about this. Yeah, this policy paper, this study. What did you discover? Yeah, the the and so um. You know, we'll link to it, and 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 you know, I go through it with like some, you know fairly carefully. But the uh, the other um, the other thing to note about this is that back in 1970, the uh, you know the U.S. was more in the middle of the pack in terms of of working hours uh, for for data for for countries in which there is data available, and, and since that time, almost every country uh, has you know, radically reduced their working hours, except for the United States. The United States is pretty much the only country that hasn't fallen really at all, maybe just a little bit since 1970 in terms of average working hours. And the reason for that is that over the years, you know, the, uh, the uh, you know, countries have stood up a whole bunch of policies to, to um, let you get more time off of work. You know, we're talking about Mandatory uh, paid vacation. U.S. is the only country in the OECD, I think, that has no mandatory paid vacation at all. Uh, paid family and sick leave. Again, I think the U.S. is the maybe one of two countries in the entire world, including like all, you know, not just the OECD, that has no family or sick leave. Um, That's guaranteed, right? That's- yeah, that is guaranteed on a national level. Um, you know, a good retirement institution so that people can actually retire. You know, um, America is sort of like middling in terms of our prime working age, you know, 25 to 54. Uh, you know, we, we, we employ like a decently high percentage of those people, but less than a lot of other countries like, uh, like, like, uh, Norway or, uh, France actually. And, um, yet over 65, we're near the top. We're, we're, I think we're third among rich countries. Japan's a little bit higher um, because, you know, they have no young people hardly anymore. Um, but, you know, the reason for that is that our retirement institutions are dog shit. We have, you know, pretty, a lot of people, pretty meager social security benefits. Um, you know, uh, we have, uh, we used to have pensions. We basically don't anymore. Um, and, uh, the 401k experiment has just been a complete shit show. You know, it, it was supposed to enable like broad-based saving, uh, among the middle class, but basically like the top, you know, couple of income, uh, quintiles has accumulated almost all the tax benefits and, and, um, yeah, 40% of households aged 50 to 64 have nothing in a personal retirement account. And two-thirds of people in that age group have less than a year of income saved up in a retirement account. So, you know, just totally inadequate levels of savings um, because, you know, I mean, this is a fundamentally broken way to ensure uh, that people can retire. Um, it just, it just uh, can't possibly work. Um, you know, the, the, the only people, you know, at bottom who have lots of money to, to, to put away are the ones who never need it in the first place. And that, 
um, you know, it's a, it's a, 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 a dumb way to insure for retirement. And, um, yeah, there, so we're working longer, uh, working more hours, working into older age and have less savings personally and less savings provided by the government, um, uh, making life more precarious now and in our perceived future. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and, um, you know, uh, people like to pretend that social security is a savings program. Like you kind of sort of get what you paid into it according to how the policy is designed, but in, in mechanical terms, it's just a welfare program for the most part. You know, it takes from the working, that's me and you and everyone else, you know, who has a job right now and pays payroll tax and it gives to the, to the retired who are, who are collecting social security benefits. Um, because that's the only way, you know, that's the sensible way to do it. Um, that's the thing about retirement that no matter what you are doing, you know, you got to think about this in terms of like real resources. If you are not working, if you are sitting and collecting income and part of the economic production, then that means that somebody else has to get that for you. You know, whether it's, you know, through you to spending down your, your stock of financial claims or, you know, the, some sort of welfare system that, that just hands you income on a, uh, on a daily, you know, or, you know, monthly basis or whatever. That's what has to happen for, uh, you know, you to be able to live while not, not working, you know, in our, our economic system. And that's always, it's always been like that, you know, and when, uh, you know, like hunter-gatherers or whatever, when someone's too old to hunt, well, they just get a little portion of the, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, um, the kill and the nuts and berries and so on, uh, because like they're part of the, uh, you know, family group or whatever. Um, and, you know, you just got to get your head out of uh, American ideology, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of my own retirement and, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing, because I have this pile of financial claims, that means that I, uh, I do not, you know, require anybody else. And I was like, well, somebody has to push the economy forward through time so that you have something to buy with your, you know, with your money. And you're calling money financial claims. That's what you mean, right? Like yeah. The ability to, right, have a well, claim yeah, on the if, thing that, yeah. Yeah, you you know you have assets or whatever you know you you have a big pile of wealth. Well, for that wealth to mean anything, you, you know there still has to be this vast productive apparatus. And who makes the the stuff that puts the things on the shelves at Walmart that you can spend your dollars? At? That's the workers. You know they make that happen in China. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they maybe make this stuff, I'm but just they kidding. yeah they're <clears throat> putting it on the shelves here. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, got a little bit sidetracked there. <laughs> no, so so the leisure agenda has to do with the seeming contradiction that the most wealthy country in the world, I mean, it's probably close per capita with some very, very small countries, right? But uh, one of the most wealthy countries in the history of the world, for sure, has its workers working uh, on average more by a lot than the other developed countries and, and, you know, uh, first rate economies in the world. Uh, why is that? And why, despite that, do we still have, uh, old people feeling that they have to continue working into old age and, and why aren't people able to save given all that work? And, uh, yeah, d- does this have to be the reality? It seems like all the other countries, they, 
reasonably take more time off as they get wealthier. And in fact, you know, we might bring up uh, John Maynard Keynes's letter to his grandchildren from, was it 1930? Something like that. Uh, again, when we get to, to David Graeber's book, Bullshit Jobs, uh, because he brings it up. But, uh, yeah, you know, Keynes, his 100 year into the future prediction was pretty spot on in terms of the increases in capital and accumulation and technological uh, development uh, and how those would lead to productivity gains. The productivity gains were there, and he thought that would logically, right, lead to the ideological shift that people don't have to do that necessary evil of labor so much. They could have 15-hour work weeks, uh, you know, and we do, it seems, have the ability to actually do that as a political option if we so chose, right? Yeah, yeah, and this is a conclusion of the paper, which is quite simple, um, you know, basically saying that, well, you know, we have we have no uh, family, no uh, paid family leave on a national level. Well, let's do that. We got no uh, no sick leave. Let's do that. Um, our retirement, our Social Security benefits aren't aren't high enough. Well, let's dial those up. Um, pretty pretty straightforward at the end of the day. Add federal holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add federal holidays. Add paid vacation. I say we go up to. I say we add. Uh, we add another ten um, federal holidays, which would get us up to fifteen or th- so three weeks of of vacation, and basically. You know, every month we'll have at least one and often two three-day weekends. Um, This is something I don't mention in the paper, by the way, but I think that's something we should aim for in general is four-day work week. Um, But that'd be a good way to start doing that is to just like chip off, you know, start having a three-day. And federally mandated so so that people... Yeah. We're mandated to have off that Monday or that or that Friday. Yeah, so there's, I, there's a lot more guaranteed weeks that are four days. First of all, yeah, I, and I say you know you can incentivize that by requiring you know anybody who's employed to have a fifty percent you no know, basically overtime bonus if you're employed. You know, and there there are a lot of other ways you can sort of push people, and a lot of employers just follow what the federal government does. Um, so that's you know one way to uh, to go with that. Um, then yeah mandatory um paid uh, vacation time and that i i say four weeks you know so that would put us that would put us in first place probably like that would cut our working hours down um by several hundred at least you know we're we're talking on the order of for the for the ordinary worker who's not doesn't have a family or anything like that you, you know you're you we're talking about another basically uh two months off per year it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Enormous. And so, you know, like, like the, 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 um, <clears throat> this is something I, you know, I, I've often struggled to communicate to people that I know, like back in Colorado, uh, like they wouldn't even believe you that, that Sweden is like, it's like you got to pull up the Swedish government website on your phone and show them, you know, how it works. Like, are you shitting me? You know, <laughs> five weeks a year. 